There we go. And we're live. Yeah. Hey, folks. <laughs> I, uh, I'm i flattered that I got invited back for a second go round. <laughs> it's going to be it'll be a lot of fun. We're going to be talking about uh, everyday carry items today. Um, just hanging out, kicking it. It's going to be really informal, uh, really non-structured, and um, it's just going to be relaxed. So today we got Tyler. We got Ethan. We got Riley. Uh, guys, how you doing today? Howdy. Pretty good. Man, cool. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> that was the most Alabama old. intro ever. <laughs> I was trying to do Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a good movie. <laughs> there we go. So let's see. What's a good place to start? I, um, I haven't really given a whole lot of thought about exactly the structure here. I think we were just going to kick it. Um, and uh, I don't know, just go around the table and see what all everybody's carrying. And I'll just, uh, you know, I'll, I'll pick everybody's brain. So who wants to go first? Or if you want me to go first, I can go first. Me goes first. Yeah. yeah. So, so what do I carry every day? I, um, I've been kind of stepping down from a Glock 17. Uh, what I have is a Glock 19. Um, I put, I got big hands. So what I did was I put the uh, the Pierce grip extensions on there. I put the plus zeros because I wasn't really concerned about the extra capacity. I was really more concerned about just getting enough purchase on the gun. Like, you know, getting a full firing grip on the gun. And that allows the, it keeps the pinky from falling off. Um, it also has an optic. It's got a Holosun 507K. No, a 507C. No, it's a 407C. So I just, you know, I um, I went a little cheap on there because I'm not a circle guy. I'm not a dot guy. I'm, well, I'm not a circle dot guy. I'm a dot only type of guy. So the 407C, it saved me like 50 bucks. So I went that route. I carry in a JM Custom Kydex holster. Uh, it's attached to an Enigma. And that's just been my daily carry every day. Um, let's see. Um, as far as other items, I carry Palm OC spray. Um, if I'm wearing jeans, I'll carry DPS spray. I like having the clip right there in the corner of my pocket. Um, I also carry a Mott Light uh, OKW. Uh, it's like the power of the sun in the palm of my hand. I, uh, I usually carry one spare magazine. It's a 17-round magazine. Um, Ammo is a uh, federal HST. I like the 147 grain standard pressure because it shoots in all my guns. It shoots in like my P365s. It shoots in my Glock 40, my my Glock 26, everything. Um, what else am I carrying? Oh, yeah. I usually carry a Skechers gift card. Um, you know, it's a negotiation tactic. <laughs> but, yeah, that's where we're at. I know people have questions. Come on with questions. Yeah. Like why'd, those, you, why'd you go with Skechers specifically? Skechers? Well, my mother, my mother got me that card. Um the um I I wasn't a fan of Skechers at first. I didn't have their stuff or I never wore Skechers or anything like that. She got me that gift card and it turned into a running gag. I would be like, you know. <laughs> Like, hey, you know, do you know anybody that's, you know, that's in the market for a staccato? And I would be like, well, I don't know how much is left on the Skechers gift card, but 
it's not nothing. All right. I'll trade you straight up. <laughs> and they'll be like, come on, man. Serious. I'm being serious. Like, I'm being serious too. Look, like there's 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 money on here. All right. So how about this? How about I'll sweeten the deal? I'll add in a Glock magazine. <laughs> just one though. You know, I just don't wanna I don't wanna skew things too much. <laughs> yeah. What was it on? Um, the other day, a buddy of mine asked me why I went with the uh the Mot Light OKW, right? Like why would you spend three hundred dollars on a flashlight? Um mostly because well i uh i think tyler you were there we had a conversation with uh john korea and yep. you know he was like hey here i can shine this in your face and you know he wasn't an asshole about it he was up there like hey you know i uh, uh there's there's reasons for this and would you mind if you know would you mind experiencing it and yeah. i was like yeah Where sure you? yeah it was yeah. so bright Dude, I felt the heat off that thing at like 15 yards. That yeah. thing hurts. Yeah. So so that night I learned that there's three levels of control with flashlights. Like the first level is just positive identification. The further mm-hmm. out you can see somebody, the better. You want to see who they are, see what's in their hands, see what they're doing. And the second is, you know, um, um, photonic barriers. Like you can, if your light is bright enough, you can punch through photonic barriers. And you can project photonic barriers. So that way you can see what they're doing. They can't see yeah. what you're doing. Like that OKW, it was bright enough to where I could be standing seven yards in front of a Fort Super Duty with a high beams on. And yes. I can still punch through those high beams to see who's in the truck and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like I could see their faces. So it was pretty awesome. And then the third, the third level of control is pain. Cause it hurts. Like it hurts. Yeah. Like it makes you want to leave. It it's like a gun, but it doesn't shoot bullets. It shoots regret. So, you remember you what know, uh, John said about a light being too powerful? Really? Oh yeah. What did he say? He said it's too powerful whenever it becomes, uh, whenever it starts to have recoil or sets stuff on fire. Yeah, that's when a light's too. Powerful. I'm good with the recoil. <laughs> I'm good with the recoil. Yeah, I'm not mad. Yeah, I I, I embrace it. Yeah. We got some folks watching tonight. Hey, Badass 93 fight. Mustang. Badass 93 Stang. This is a cool dude. I've had interactions with this guy before. He's a yeah. cool dude. It's just, you know, seeing how everybody's doing tonight. We're doing great, brother. We're doing awesome. There's a question for him. Uh, Roush blower or Eaton blower? <laughs> I don't know. He'll know what I'm talking I, about. I haven't really put any thought into it. <laughs> yeah so how about we go around the horn i'm gonna pick somebody uh tyler how about you yeah Yeah, come on with it dude yeah what you carrying brother so fun story i've been tasked recently with inspecting some less than ideal housing in jackson mississippi with if you don't know is the most most murderous cat city in the nation per capita so if it's a ratio thing right murders per total population we have the highest ratio uh, percentage so most murderous city in the nation and i'm running around in uh houses that haven't been lived in in a while so there's gonna be homeless and squatters and meth people in them and whatnot so i I gotta go do inspections and take pictures and if there's people there i gotta run them out type of thing 
So I say all that to say this. This is why my EDC is what it is. <clears throat> Dominant hand side, uh, Glock 48 with a Holosun uh, 407K. I don't go at night because that's just dumb, right? I operate between 7 a.m., 5 p.m. Uh, uh, of course, cell phone because I got to take pictures and whatnot. Um, I try to take pictures with my left hand at all times in case I need to go lethal at any given time or whatever. I can drop that and anyway. Uh, left side, I'm going to have a cloud defensive MCH high candela dual output because um, I'm really good at double tapping my thumb and just putting it on high. I don't believe in that whole you should only have single output because you're you can't think about clicking it twice thing. That just sounds lazy to me. Like you don't want to train or whatever. I, I don't know. I don't get it. Anyway. It must be a um, gross motor skills type of thing, you know? Yeah, it's like, eh, bruh, just push it twice and hold. Like, yeah, whatever. Um, uh, it's 18650 because I need it to last all day long. And, of course, I keep a spare battery with a charger in the truck. And, uh, oh, speaking of which, you were talking about the light. Uh, Mikos, remember on the way back and I couldn't figure out why my light wouldn't work? Yeah. I kept using the wrong batteries. I was using protected cell button tops, so they were too long. It wasn't allowing the uh, the oh. uh, tail switch to make contact with the body, completing the circuit of the negative. That's huh. why I had the wrong batteries. Um, so got home, right battery in it, and A-OK. Anyway. Yeah, you told me about the – you yeah. swapped out the battery, and it was fine. And I was like, oh, okay. I, I thought that was I, a new battery. I So oh. I didn't know that there was length differences between those different style of 18650s of – Unprotected button top, unprotected flat top, protected button, protected flat, which there aren't, there are like almost no protected uh, buttons. That you could, it, anyway, there's a, I say, I'll say this, all your 18650s ain't the same. So it, 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 do your research on that kind of stuff. Anyway, um, yeah. palm spray in the left hand, in the, in the left side, and uh, good waterproof on cloud boots mid rise. So I can, Haul ass if I need to, because you know, oldest form of self defense is running, and I ain't above Dude, running. Like just this week, I ended up buying a new pair of uh, Ariats. Mm. Like I just, you know, it's been a while since I I wore cowboy boots, but they were comfy. Dude, they were so comfy. So I was like, dude, I got the old I my elephant skin on with the with the felt tops. Oh yeah. Oh, those are pimp. Do you wear those yeah. with like, you know, the feather in your cap, you know, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, when you're this pretty, you don't wear a hat. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah. So that's what I got, man. Uh, nothing, nothing fancy. Um, Basil Hayden's. So nice. That's good stuff. Yeah. You never answered my question. What uh? What question? If you had to put a Roush on your uh, on your uh, on your five O, would it be a or a blower on your five O? Would it be a Roush blower, or a Eaton blower, or a, what would you put on? I don't know what that means. I don't know any of that stuff. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm asking the dude with the Fox body. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. I see them 16 inch mags on there. I know he's got. I know he's got some type of like Nitto Street uh, uh, radial drags. It's barely street legal. He's got a channel. It's <laughs> legit. 
I was a gearhead long before I was a gun nut, man. I, I cut my teeth on lethal mechanics and racing uh, by the time I was 15. So I'm gonna share his uh his YouTube channel down here. That is 93 Stang. But yeah, his channel's legit. It's freaking cool. Like his wife got him a, an AK for his birthday. Hey, do you know who Buck Burns is? Buck Burns. No. Uh, really awesome. I'll, I'll have to introduce you to him soon. Um, uh, black guy, USPSA shooter, freaking awesome. Shoots a lot of CZ guns. Um, he's got a freaking awesome G-Body uh, Grand National. Uh, I'm talking mint. Freaking mint. All blacked out. Beautiful. I'll have to... Uh, He'll probably be here. Yeah, he'll probably be shooting that match um, the next weekend you're here. So I'll, I'll be sure to introduce you. He and his wife are just gems, man. Great people. Yeah. If they're cool with you, they're cool with me. So, Likewise. So let's get back to the uh, the flashlight stuff, right? Like, so, like, what made you go with Cloud Defensive over, you know, um, over, uh, over Mot Light or Streamlight or Surefire? Uh, I've burned out too many surefires, uh, straight up. I, I, you know, they used to be bomb proof. I, I don't know what's going on with them lately, but I've burned up too many of them and I just can't, I can't trust them like I used to. And they it also don't have the features that I want. Um, yeah. believe it or not, I like my stream lights better. Not like for a small light that's lightweight for the everyday end user, the day gun protect, one AA, uh, what's called Protect One L One AA. Man, that's the best of them little small light money can buy for like thirty five bucks on uh on Amazon. And you can use either a double A or a uh, CR one two three A. Or if you look hard enough, you can find three point two volt uh, rechargeable sixteen three fifties, which are a one two three A replacement, but they're three point two volts and they work fine in it. Oddly enough, huh. um. Of course, it's going to void your warranty if you do that and you tell them, but great. So anyway, uh, to answer your question, I don't like my lights because I don't need to get a, get a dual function. I've always wanted an 18650 light that has a dual function, but also has extreme candela, uh, that blinding hot spot that burns your retinas. And Cloud Defensive was finally the first person to uh, uh, give me exactly what I wanted. So uh, thank you, Sean, at Cloud Defensive. Yeah. So Tyler, what's the uh, what's the low output on that? Man, so it's very usable. Uh, so it's like a hundred. It's either like eighty or a hundred lumens, and like uh, not even ten thousand uh, candela. Super usable for uh, in, in your patrol car, or whatever. Like looking at crap on the floorboard, or whatever. You're trying to find something not obnoxious, not killing your night your night vision because you're looking at crap out in, out in the wild or whatever so super usable okay because that's why i stopped carrying my mod light because it was just a constant you know yeah and sometimes you, forget, you like yeah and, and i understand oh well you can turn it on with your hand over the bezel because you know like burr now you have less light output yeah but i need my other hand to do stuff if i'm looking yeah. for something i need the <laughs> other hand to like find the thing i'm freaking looking for and like it <laughs> 
I hear you, but you're not listening. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. I had no idea about the uh, the whole, like, you know, uh, the length of, you know, 18650s. Dude, yeah. I had no idea. I didn't either. I learned the hard way. So. <laughs> so With you. Man, cool stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell you what, that was how I became a beginner. I mean, mm-hmm. that's how I became a believer mm. in, like, you know. I'll go grab flashlights. Yeah. So while we're waiting on him, hey Riley, yeah. How's it going? Doing awesome, brother. How you doing? Oh, not too bad. Um, well, I'm gonna go the opposite. You guys start off with your gun wise first. Can we show others? Can we show like flashlights? Is that cool, or is that gonna? We can show scan? flashlights. We can show anything except for guns. Um, okay, holsters. Because cool. YouTube will kill us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. I have everything laid out here, and I spent way too much time doing that. Uh, but since we're just talking about flashlights, I carry one of these guys, these little surefire stilettos. Uh, this is the Pro. And like I just mentioned, I like having the uh, the high output when I need it. But I spend a lot of my time looking inside guns. Because I work at a gun shop. Like, if someone brings in a, gun, a used gun to sell to us, I like that this has, like, like the uh, it has, like, a 5 lumen, a 5 lumen, a 100 lumen, and then the 1,000. Which, I mean, the 1,000 doesn't have a lot of throw, but uh, for as, how slim this thing is, I can carry this in shorts and jeans no matter what. Uh, this I pretty much always keep this with me. Uh, but I don't know. Tyler's got me thinking about that cloud now. Um, and then Palm, because I always have Palm on me. Uh, and lately, I got rid of the spare mag and switched it out for uh, Clinch Pick uh, oh. from uh, Shivworks. That I carry that on left-hand side appendix uh, angled down like that. Uh, it's still my shirt can cover it, but uh, not and like if I reach up for something really high, it may it may briefly show. Um, but and then oh, uh, pocket knife. Uh, I back in the day I used to you know carry like a like a big spider tail or Emerson or something like that. But now that I am a dad, I have to carry a Swiss Army knife all the time. So <laughs> this is this opens boxes and stuff uh, or. Uh, one of these little, like, I got one of these little spider coat man bug things. Just something really tiny to throw in the bottom of the pocket. Because I'm in Florida and I wear shorts a lot, so I don't have a lot of room because I have the palm flipped to my right-hand side. So pocket knife usually just goes deep down in the pocket. Um, and then gun-wise, uh, really, it's it's kind of three that I go between. Uh, my typical day-to-day work gun is uh, a Glock 19 with a Trigicon RMR uh, in one of these Filster Pros, the DCC clip, uh, just on a belt. Uh, I think one of the uh, Wilderness Tactical EDC belts. Uh, but lately, I've been messing with a SIG uh, uh, 365XL with the Holosun 407K. And one of those, uh, I got the, the grip modules from Wilson Combat because it's way bigger. Uh, well, not way bigger, but it, it feels much better than the really flimsy plastic that comes with the SIGs. And it was like 50 bucks, so why not? I did have to chop off the beaver tail, though, because it stabbed me in the gut every time I bent over. So chop that off. Um, and then the third gun, and like I don't switch out all the time. It's like the 365 is slowly taking over the block, uh, even though I love my blocks. Um, and then when I really need like deep concealment or something, uh, something where I absolutely cannot print at all, I carry a little uh, Ruger LCR in 22 
in uh, just a little Filster City special with a DCC clip. And I have an Enigma setup for this too. So uh, the Enigma setup, I can really tuck that super deep. Uh, I think that's about it. Oh, and I'm going to talk watches because I'm a watch guy. So I'm oh, rocking good. this little... Uh, Oh yeah, we didn't talk about your watch, Mikos. So what, what oh, actually, Mikos? What do you what are you wearing right now? Right now, a little Timex, like busted ass, like <laughs> okay, a little like a weekender. Um, yeah, because you know what? Thanks for reminding me. Because my G Shock is outside charging right now. <laughs> it's um, it's been out there for like three days because I forgot about it. <laughs> but it's a G Shock, so who cares? Yeah, right. Yeah, it doesn't um, matter. It's an MTG nine thousand solar power, and then usually yeah, I put actually, on like a. I usually wear like a G Shock Square in the meantime, but I was like, you know what? Yeah, like one of these out. guys. Yeah, like the I think the DW fifty six hundred. Yeah, like uh, yeah. Usually I'll wear that, but you know, um, just while while the other one's charging. But yeah. I'm gonna be honest, man. I don't like that, the whole you know solar power thing. I just kind of. Like the battery yeah, they doesn't can last like as long. Kill themselves. Like I, I only have a few quartz watches. Like this, I just got this uh, Casio World Time thing. Tracked a bunch of time zones, which is definitely what I need. Um, yeah. And it was like twenty bucks, but it, I've been wearing this a lot. And I mean, I like usually. I mean, I wear some uh, like a lot of automatics. Like I got like a couple. Uh, I got a Se- couple Seikos here, and then like a Breitling <laughs> that I'll wear sometimes. But man, this little twenty dollar Casio. Has I hasn't left my wrist in like four weeks. Oh, dude, yeah, like Casio's the king, man. A freaking god to you, yeah. You know, and it was twenty dollars, and I had it here in two days, man. Yeah, Casio's freaking legit. Like Isabella Mitchell, she's like Casio twins. Yeah, that's my wife. That's legit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's see. There, we got some comments down here, uh, and then also after we read some of these comments, Riley, I got some questions. I, uh, you know. Uh, you got me kind of interested. So let's see. Let's see. Let's see. We got Riley Newsom. Riley Newsom is like, hey, I got a regular staccato and the pro. Uh, they're both invaluable in the last couple, uh, the last several days without power. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, what made you go with the staccato? Uh, staccato. What made you go with the stiletto um, over stuff like Streamlight and Cloud Defense, Modlight? Well, I've I've got a bunch of those one uh the Tyler was talking about the one L one AA things. Yeah. And uh I those are awesome lights. I keep them around the house. Um but honestly my old boss carried one and I really liked it uh for the fact of the super crazy thousand lumen right at the touch of the thumb, like I can just hit that in a thousand. But I use it more as an admin light for like honestly the five lumen setting gets used the most. And it's a uh, USB rechargeable too, which I uh, I, it's a love or hate. Like it uses the same little micro USB that all of my little Bluetooth speakers and stuff use. So I can put it on. The- yeah. Like everybody's phone and everything else. Um, yeah. Let's see. Badass 93 staying. He asked, uh, do any of you guys train self-defense? Uh, I teach classes up in Memphis, Tennessee. I know Tyler, he teaches classes in uh, what was it? Raymond, Raymond, Tennessee, right? I'm, I'm sorry. I, like <laughs> I don't, I don't know your travels. <laughs> all over the south, all over, huh? Yeah, all over the southeast. I'll be up in your area with uh, Raleigh up in May. That's right. Yeah, I can't wait. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Yep. And then, um, let's see. So we have some other comments. 
anybody here order the uh, the Filster Floodlight Two? Um, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, I ordered one. I, uh, you know, I wasn't gonna order one, but I literally saw like ten people that you know I kind of look up to, kind of sort of a little bit, that were like, "Yeah, dude, this is legit." And I was like, "Okay, I'll try it." And if I don't like it, there's a hundred people that would buy it. So, you know, anybody else? Anybody else here order the new Filster Floodlight? So- I'm, I'm going to preface this by saying I love the Hopmans. I love what they do. Big fan of the Enigma. I hate the floodlight. It is. It does not conceal well on me, and it is super uncomfortable. And just looking at the av- overall dimensions of the second floodlight, I don't think it's going to be much different. I'm still one of those weirdos who prefers a dedicated holster, and I'm willing to wait you know, on a crazy lead time for a dedicated holster. I think See, I'm on week two of twenty business weeks for a holster for one of my guns right now. Yeah, I bought a uh, I bought a floodlight, the original floodlight. I still have that one, and um, I don't like it as much as I like my JM Custom Kydex dedicated Glock 17. I think it's a Glock 34, really. It's a Glock 34 with a TLR one. Uh, that one's a lot smoother. It's a lot more, you know, chill. It doesn't protrude as much. It's just more comfy. So. But I got thunder thighs, so it's hard for me to hide a light. Girl, same. I also don't go swapping guns all the time, so it's not uh, it's not super necessary yeah. for me. Yeah, not that much. I just go two two six and three twenty, and I have holsters for both of them. You've made me holsters for both of them. I don't need none. I met you. You were rocking a Glock. Yeah, <laughs> that was three years ago. Nice. So, Riley, I have like uh, just two more questions. Um, one question yeah. is, you got a clinch pick. Uh, me personally, I've always been afraid of clinch picks because of the reverse blade, you know? Yeah. I, uh, I'm always afraid that I would, you know, pinch the wrong end of the blade. Uh, I mean, you have that experience? The, the way it kind of sits in your hand, it's you, you almost can't. Uh, and the, the way you carry it, to they make some double-edged ones that I'd probably like a little more. But uh, I I have one I have the trainer too, uh, and I don't know if I've ever really had that experience with with drawing it or anything in it. Uh, the like the wrong edge. It's you can you can I mean it's super thick on one side. You can really tell that that side. Oh okay, very cool, man. It looks y'all legit. Ever, uh, y'all ever like watch the little make Yeah. What's that? Y'all ever watch the videos of the guy that makes those? He's got a huge YouTube channel, like yeah. probably the biggest blacksmithing uh, channel on YouTube. Old Alex Steele, S T E E L E, pretty awesome channel, man. If you're into blacksmithing, it's pretty cool. Any relation? I think to this Stony? is just the Chinese made one. No, no relation to Stony. He's from England, actually. Oh, pretty really? Cool, okay. he, yeah, he traveled over to the United States years ago. Yeah. But yeah, man, I, for a couple months there, I got really big into Forged and Fire. <laughs> yeah, so a local cat. Uh, oh, God, I can see his face. Uh, Melton, Derek Melton. He's a multi-time Forged and Fire champion. Lives like not even an hour from me. It, he shoots matches with us every once in a while. Super good Christian dude, man. Awesome guy. Man, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All righty. And uh, let's see. I think I have one more question for Riley. 
Let's see. So how you liking that Enigma? I um I'm not shilling for Enigma or anything like that. I don't uh, I don't like uh yeah, get paid by John and Sarah to do stuff like that. You know, I I just kind of, you know, I know a lot of guys so, that have had negative experiences with the Enigma and that yeah. kind of gives me more data to do, to work with. It it takes a lot of, of dialing it. Like my my everyday day to day just I'm strapping on a gun for the day is just the pro with the monoblock on a, on a regular belt. Cause that's still the most comfortable and easiest way for me to carry. But, um, the Enigma to, to me is really more of a deep carry gun situation. Uh, like I, I can always wear pretty much always wear a belt. Uh, so I, I don't have an issue with, uh, not having a belt on and I have to carry a gun 90% of the time. And the times that I do, I'm able to get away with the Enigma with the LCR uh, and that I can, since it's a revolver, you can kind of carry that a lot deeper and still have a really good draw versus like a, a semi-auto, which is flat and straight across where if you try to, I mean, there's a lot of guys that do deep carry that uh, and are able to get a much better draw, but I can't, I'm not one of those guys. So the LCR and the Enigma is pretty much my go-to for deep carry. Um, unless I'm at the beach with that, that's a whole different story about when I carry to the beach. But uh, yeah, I, I like the Enigma. It takes a lot more tuning. So it's, it's not something you can get out of the box, uh, you know, put your favorite clip or, or loops on, throw it on a holster, and be good to go. Uh, you're going to have to take a couple hours and really dial it in, even even over a couple days, and see what the most comfortable is. Like, uh, my wife carries the Enigma, but she doesn't wear a belt. I don't even think she owns a belt. So she loves the Enigma because she can now always carry her 43X with her. But uh, it's not a day-to-day -day option for me. It's, a, it's like a special use case for me. Yeah, that makes sense. All righty. Cool, man. Cool. Um, man, awesome stuff. Thanks for coming on. I uh, yeah. learned a lot from you. Let's see. Who's next? How about Ethan? Yeah? How you doing, brother? Hey, man. What's this up? man's grubbing over here. You want me to skip you? I, <laughs> I, worked, I worked all day. I didn't get a chance to eat uh, dinner, so I'm just shoving some jerky in my face. Dude, like, uh, no. that's what she said. So, you want yeah. me to come back to you? <laughs> uh, I can. We can go around the horn and we can come back. No, no, I'm, I'm yeah. good. I'm good. So, my uh, my carry gun is a uh, a 320 right now. It's just a an X carry slide on a on a P80 frame. I'm a really big fan of the 320 uh, P80 frames. Very yeah. good texture. Um. And my main carry method is an Enigma with a, a Harry's Holster Singleton on it. And if you're a thick boy, that, that secondary garter from Levo Designs, fantastic. I've heard that the newer uh, leg leashes make it unnecessary, but I don't have a newer leg leash. I've got an old one, so working what I got. Let's see. So my other carry items. So recently swap careers to manufacturing and the first thing you learn about manufacturing is how dangerous it is so rather than keeping my medical in a bag i've started carrying an ankle eye yeah. it's a simple thing got a you know a pressure bandage tourniquet some rubber gloves uh pocket knife just a cheap kershaw because yeah i mean it's there to cut boxes yeah. Uh, my light is a uh, 
Arasaka uh, head on a Valhalla tactical body with just a, a surefire click cap. It's, oh, man. I mean, yeah, Tyler actually put me on that one. So the <clears throat> the Arasaka, light, which the reason I went with that instead of a mod light is because I'm a special snowflake and I wanted to be different. But uh, it's like 500 lumens, 55,000 candela. So it's still got a decent amount of power for anything that I would need it for. Uh, let's see. Wallet, of course. Always need a wallet. Yeah. Which, that's, you know, just a cheap little money clip wallet my wife uh, got me when we were at Dollywood a couple years ago. I love that um, embossing on there. The 12 gauge, dude, that's yeah, awesome. It's, it's sweet. <laughs> and it's held up really well. And probably the most important part of my uh, EDC is pocket jewelry because I like to fidget. And that's an ancient Zippo that is ridden in my pocket for like eight years. Oh, wow. I don't smoke, but you know what? Everyone likes fire. And it's cool <laughs> to be able to start a fire whenever you want. That's cool. Yeah, uh, I got, I got huh? questions. Um, yeah, so uh, that flashlight, you said Valkyrie Tactical? Uh, Valhalla Tactical. They don't actually oh. make the body anymore. It's, um, it's discontinued. But it's, I mean, you can tell from how, you know, Oh, I'm using my tablet, so I'm not used to where the camera is. But you can tell from how scuffed up the, the head is, it, it's it's seen some miles. Dude, that thing... It's that worked thing really well for me. It looks really, really thin. So yeah, It's talking a lot. What are you keeping like your... That, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Keep going. I like, that, uh, in, I like that it's just got a spring clip instead of like a big therm clip. I know people like them. I'm, I'm not a huge fan. I like that. I like that, big, you know, that thick clip. Um, you know what? Thrim, what they do is they have like the, uh, that switch back. I kind of like that. Um, I don't know if I'll ever get any use out of it. I don't think I'll ever need it, but you know, it's cool for parties, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Something else I carry my ADC is this, my old big old water jug. Cause I live in Alabama and if you ain't hydrating, you're dehydrating. I see the ODU sticker. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I was at their shop. Uh, old Dr. Spicy Pickles uh, holster stretchers. Um, oh, I for your, for your custom holster feeding needs. <laughs> <laughs> On the theorem switchback, I will say this. Whenever I got to go uh, do uh, knocking on doors, see if people are there and announce myself, that uh, little pointy thing right there and having something in my hand in case I need to strike really fast through a, a door it's actually is kind of helpful in my situation. Oh, for sure. But it doesn't really apply for me. Fair. Now, and this might be a little corny, but like that, that's probably, it's not an everyday carry, but it's an everyday thing for me. Philosophy. I mean, it's really, it, it's not strictly the defender mindset but it's it's a good idea to get some kind of philosophy in your life yeah in my opinion no i agree yeah um you got a ankle cuff you got an ankle life hack like what all is yeah. in that so it's a uh just a uh <clears throat> i don't even remember what kind of tourniquet i have in okay it's a soft tea 
Why? I like the soft tees, man. Dude. Yeah. They just take up less space. Mm-hmm. And then just some rubber gloves and a uh, a compression bandage. Yeah. It's nothing super crazy because, you know, the, the big reason why I've started carrying it again is when I switched to manufacturing. It's a big plant. There's a lot of bad stuff that can happen. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, if I come across something or if something happens to me, I want to be able to, to help in any way I can. Yeah. Yeah. I like at least who makes, uh, mm-hmm. who makes huh? the cup? Who makes the cup? I don't even remember. It's some, like, it's some Chinesium Amazon cuff. Uh, and I just pulled the guts out and put my own stuff in. Okay. I'm trying to move like, from carrying medical off body to on body. So it was like, I think relentless tactical or some shit like that. Okay. Cause I know wilderness makes one too. I might check out. Yeah. I would probably check that out. I've had that cuff for years. Like I have a wilderness tactical and I freaking love it. Like it's so awesome. So, yeah. Like, uh, my wilderness Perfect. tactical holds, uh, Two soft T wides. It holds trauma shears. It holds two chest seals. It holds a triangle bandage. I have a rescue whistle. Like you could throw like anything in there. I used to have more stuff than that. I used to have a freaking uh Israeli bandage in there and it just became too much, you know? Yeah. So Yeah, right now all my medical just rides in my my daily bag that uh I mean it's never more than ten feet away from me at work, but I want to actually start carrying that stuff on body. And yeah. in Florida, it's, it's hard to carry a lot of stuff in the waistband in Florida. Just, it's so humid all the time. Yeah, it's hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when you're, uh, when you're 6365 rust looking like it's sitting in the dang bottom of the ocean after five days of carrying, you'd be like, hey, Sig, what's the deal, yo? And they're like, well, you just suck at maintaining your gun. You're going to have to pay us $120 to fix this. Yeah, I never oh, had that problem. But still, I hear, about, purple. I hear about a lot of people that have that though. It's like a lot of people have it rusting out there P three sixty fives. That's crazy. So, well, I, maybe, I think they put out a bad batch or something. I don't know. And it was just the controls. For some reason, it was just the controls and like a part, just the tiniest part of the slide. And they, they for some reason, would not believe that they had a bad coating batch or something. Refused to warranty it, and it was. Anyway, have y'all seen the little cloud defensive chicro? I can't wait for them to make the chacro, the macro yeah. version of it, because I love this little daggum thing. This is a is cute that a uh, streamlight micro stream? Yeah, it, it's like a like of a micro stream. I can't wait for them to release a macro stream version of the uh, uh, cloud defensive. It's a handy dandy little dude, and it's rechargeable. And uh, I, I, I'm not a. Mm, I wish it would last longer. That's, that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. I wish it would last a little longer. It's my only complaint about it. And my whole hand covers the whole thing. So it's like either I push the button and have some exposed. I can't push the button and have it exposed. Or I can push a button and it not exposed. So it needs to be a little bit bigger for man hands. You can definitely tell it's made in China because it's like how tiny it is. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, what kind, a, of, uh, what kind of battery we got? Oh, it's rechargeable. It's internal. Oh really? You, oh. So yeah, you you can pull it out and put it in a docking station, and recharge. It. It's a uh one zero. It's a ten four forty. Okay, but All you right, can't pull it out and put it in a docking station. 
Or you can just plug it in because it's got a USB-C on the side. Huh. Nice. Dude, this oh, I love it because it's got a flippable... Uh, uh, what do you call those things? Pocket clips. What? So I can stick it on my hat when I'm like skinning a deer or whatever and go hands-free. So Slacker21 had a question. Uh, what EDC ammo is everybody running? I'm running a Federal HST 9mm 124 grain, um, standard pressure. And the only reason I run that ammo, I used to like one, the 147s. Uh, I just like the ballistics and the expansion a lot better. Um, the problem is it doesn't run in all my guns. You know, the overall length is just a little too big. So if I have like a P365 or a Glock 26, it just doesn't run as well. They, you get a lot of uh, you get a lot of failures to feed. The 124 grains are flawless in everything, and I'm getting very similar ballistics. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Yeah, I think I'm, I'm running HST. 124 grain HST. Uh, <laughs> my 365, I think I have some 135 critical duty because I had a bunch of that. The critical duty, not the defense, because the duty is better than the defense. But yep. um, my my 22, I'm running CCI velocitors. Uh, Soon to switch over to federal punch because that's the new hotness. Then I have a bunch of that too. I am uh, looking at federal punch. I got a uh, four uh, plus P federal HSTs, one twenty four plus P gold dots, and one twenty seven plus P plus rangers. And uh, yeah, whatever the the brain don't know difference whenever you put a thirty five hundred hole in it. So whatever. Dude, I'm really liking 124 grain, 124 grain, 125 grain. Because here's the thing. Yeah, I'm still getting like point of aim equals point of impact at like 25 yards. And it still has enough punch for me to drop steel at 25 yards. So, you know, I'm like, okay, yeah. You know, with 147 grain, I'm getting a little bit of bullet drop at like 25, 30 yards. So I am a uh, 124 plus P gold dot guy uh because i carry five inch guns uh and it it 124 plus p gold dot really seems to like being shot out of five inch guns and the only other gun i carry aside from that is a three inch uh, revolver and that gets uh 148 grain uh federal gold metal match wad cutters yes there we go we're like the only dudes who carry five inch guns and three inch revolvers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, either man. all the gun or none of the gun. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, like, so gold dots and freaking HSTs, I'm telling y'all right now, like, if you can, just start stockpiling that stuff. Okay. Because, like, we're yeah. coming into an election year here shortly, and, you know, they're going to do some yeah. stupid stuff with ammo. You know how it is. So I don't want to go down again. So yeah. So like finally it's finally coming down to the point where I can start stock back, you know, stocking back up. So you know, it was yeah, pretty guys. much me. So like everybody was was panic buying like range ammo, and I was still buying HST uh before federal nicks like LE pricing for normal dudes. Yeah, so I think HST was like 56 cents around or something. And so I just bought stockpiles of it. Just as much HST as I could, and uh, I think I still have like 700 rounds left, <laughs> dude. That's so awesome! Like, that was I think that was the only time I actually bought a case of like hollow points, you know? Like, gosh, damn. <laughs> so, I was um, uh, 
super blessed to be a uh, the director of safety and security from our church for a period of time. And we had a budget, of course. And uh, I, I furnished everybody's ammo. And this was years ago, back when you could get. So what I found was I found a contract. Uh, I, I, I borrowed a, a buddy's letterhead from a department and was able to buy uh, 124 plus P HSTs for like 32 cents a round. And I, yeah, <laughs> 2,000 rounds of it. Yeah. I furnished everybody's ammo and I'm still sitting on like, Two hundred ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, you win. Dude, you win. <laughs> yeah, super. I remember super like blessed opportunity. Like three years ago, Federal used to. Uh, I don't. I don't remember if it was Hydrotrucks or HSTs, but uh, it was like fifty round boxes, like white boxes mm-hmm. that just had Federal on them, and you could get them for for next to nothing, like on on, on distribution. I remember those. And, I, they might have been HFTs, but you could buy a 50 round box wholesale for like twelve dollars, thirteen dollars. Oh man, <laughs> I had so much of that stuff. I used to shoot matches with it. <laughs> Dude, we had no idea how good we had it. Like when you can go to Walmart oh, and yeah. you drop like freaking seven ninety nine on like federal aluminum case, <laughs> and yep. and we would Dude, bitch about it. You know? Do, like, do oh, I need this. to? Do I need to talk about? My uh, my Syntec loss again. Oh my God. When right before, <laughs> right before the apocalypse started, I bought like 500 rounds of the purple Syntec too. So it's like yeah. the really, the really fancy shit. Yeah. So people <laughs> don't get it. Like, all right, so I'm gonna let you get right to that. But I gotta, I gotta say this real quick because people don't understand. Like, so back before COVID, I was so picky about ammo that, like. All I would ever shoot is Federal Syntec, 147 grain, the purple stuff. Because it had to yeah. Out. Not the round nose, not the truncated nose. That had to be the purple uh-uh. stuff. Now we're shooting this you know? and happy about it. You know what I mean? And then back then, <laughs> back then it was like I was getting a case of it for 230 shipped. Shipped to my Oh, man, it was great. <laughs> a case of it. A case. And you know what? Like people would even come up to me and I'm talking like, like, what was it? So there was one time where I was like, you know, I was I was teaching a class and I had to do a demo and I left my ammo in the uh, in the classroom. And I was like, OK, I got to go grab my ammo. I'll be right back. And they were up there like, hey, here, like shoot my freaking Winchester white box. And I feel so bad because I looked at him like, what, this peasantry, you know, <laughs> like, this, like, what, how dare you? No, I'm not going to I'm not going to put that through my gun. What? Why? Dude, dude, I had one time I was I was at Nashville Armory one time shooting and some dude next to me, like right before I left, was like, Oh, what what is that? Because he saw the, you know, these little purple bullets I was loading in my magazines. I was like, Oh, this is federal Syntec. and you know, I explained it's like, you know, this one's kind of just like HST inside the guns, just you know, this polymer coated round, you know, this, that and the other. And I was just being a nice guy and I gave him a whole box of it, just like, hey. <laughs> take this try it out <laughs> and then like four weeks later the apocalypse started and i, and I was about to hunt, i was gonna hunt that man down i need that back man my, my first hey. encounter with uh purple syntec was i think in 2021 i was uh at an indoor match and i saw a father and son duo shooting purple syntec at this local and the guns were like 
trying to flip out of their hands. Yeah. I, like, I want some of that purple stuff. Yeah. That purple hotness. Ooh, baby. That purple passion. Dude, we're bringing the walk to the match. Oh, dude, dude. <laughs> yes. Dude. Oh, man. So it was just, I went to one match and it was hilarious because everybody, you know, everybody, like a lot of these matches, people are hand loading. So we get to one match where it's like a stand and deliver. You have this one shooting box. And right there on the ground, you saw all the rounds that everybody unloaded and show clear. Like you have like some red syntax. You had like, you know, the black, uh, you know, uh, BBI. You had, uh, you know, you had some brass monkey down there. So a little bit of green. You had, you know, blue bullets. It was just like a rainbow. And so mm -hmm. me and my arrogance, right, before COVID, I was like, here, let me spread some purple passion down there. And like just... <laughs> Just because, you know, just to diversify the freaking, you know, <laughs> the ammo was littered on the ground. It was it was hilarious, but now yeah. you should have you should have seen the way I was loading my mags at the uh, at the class at Tim's oh class. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I was so I was next to this man on the line at Tim's class and I get I get hit at Mach 5 with with a, a brass casing. And I look over and the next round is a steel casing that barely makes it out of his gun. And then the next round is that other brass on that hits me in the face at Mach 5 again. And then like, the next, again, the next one's nickel plated case. Yeah. And I, I asked him what he was shooting and he shows me a bag full uh, of everything. everything. I'm it shooting was, everything. It was like every round you could think of was in that bag. Dude, I had purple Syntec. I had some I had some loose I had some you loose had, gold dot that I swiped out of my guns. He's just shooting at it at a class, just shooting gold dots. I had dot blazers. I had I had some Winchester forged. I, I had everything. What you want, baby? I got it. Dude, so Neo, you, you'll get mad at this, dude. Ten years ago when I bought my first Dylan 550B, I was re I was I was Picking up range brass and reloading good quality 147 grain BBIs for seven cents a round. Seven cents. Imagine paying seven dollars per 100 rounds. I don't want to think about it. That's, when I heard it got, That's got 22 prices, man. Imagine a yeah. case for 70 bucks. I was reloading on 550. Now, I don't know if you know about a 550, but 550 is where you got to manually load in your brass and your bullet every single time and pull it and then manually index it and then load your brass and then load your bullet, pull the handle and then manually index it. <laughs> so it was work. It was work, but it was seven cents a day gum round. And I, we got a hell of a good deal on that 550. Oh, dude. Wow. Those were the so, days. Did it, have you guys ever seen Federal used to sell 50-round boxes of the Syntac, but it was like – or no, 100-round boxes, and it was 50 yeah. rounds of Syntac and 50 rounds of HST? Yeah, I remember this. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, they might still sell yeah, them. Yeah, they, they, yeah. they uh, still did that. They had, they like, the train, the train and defend yeah, train pack, and I guess. Protect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. I think it was legit. I remember like, Win Winchester still does that. I yeah, got a hop off. Train and defend. Okay. Bye, Ethan. See you, Ethan. Hey. Going, Ethan? Yeah, I know uh Federal does it. They have the uh the one fifty eight grain like semi wad cutter thirty eight special that they do it. 
right, right. it's like the train and protector <laughs> or yeah train and defend because it, it's like supposed to be cheap mm-hmm. enough where you can go shoot a bunch and then but also carry it yeah which, yeah i remember 38 wad cutter i remember winchester doing that like i remember seeing those packs at one point but i, I didn't know federal did it too when winchester yeah. has some kind of thing where it's like train defend or train and protect but it's like yeah it's like the same bullet, but it's like it's just as good for paper as it is people or whatever, which yeah. goes to show you what Winchester is like these days. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's like 124 grain ball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. All righty. So let's see. We need to go a little bit more around the horn. Um, David, how do you feel? You feel like you're, uh, you want to talk uh, about CDC? Cool, man. Hey, so, um, so what are you carrying? Uh, the same thing I've been carrying since uh, 2015. A, a Gen 3 Glock 17 with irons. <laughs> I'm boring. Okay. That's like my go-to gun. Um, right now, I don't carry anything uh, because I am in a work environment that doesn't allow it, so I am all for everybody uh, playing by the rules, regardless of what you think. So, uh, yeah, where I'm at, um, a flashlight and palm is more valuable than a gun. Yeah. So I'd rather not lose a job over something uh, is arbitrary. Plus, I'm in a spot where carrying a gun is probably not the most necessary thing in the world. Um, So I know some people probably disagree with that, but... That's why we all make our own choices. But uh, typically when I do carry something, if I go on trips or I got to go in uh, unsavory locations, it's likely uh, a Glock 17 that up until uh, up until a Filster Pro came out, I still carried it in a uh, in a Raven Eidolon. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, actually, I actually have the replacement right cool. here. Dude, that's uh, like cool. old school, man. Yeah, so it's like you know, it's like a G code incog. You know? <laughs> so I had I had that holster. I had the original one uh, that I carried for a long time, and then I was dry firing one day. I think in uh, in twenty twenty one, and uh, I happened to you know I had a I had a blue gun, and I took the blue gun out and I bent over, and the uh, the uh, sweat guard cracked in half from me bending over. And uh, so I was like, oh, that sucks. That was one of my favorite holsters. Threw it in the trash. Uh, started mm-hmm. carrying with the Filster Pro. And then um, Matt Jaquees actually messaged me randomly in a conversation and was like, hey, um, why didn't you warranty your holster? And I was like, dude, it's been <laughs> it's been a long time since I bought that thing. And he was like, nah, it's cool, man. Here you go. And so shout out to Raven Consumer. They've always been good to me. Uh, but they sent me a brand new full kit. I don't know. It's like a $120 holster or something. They sent me a brand new uh, a holster with every attachment, everything still in the box. Um, I'll put it to you this way. I bought that holster when Kyle DeFore still had his name on it. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. It's been a while. Dude. Dude, I, wish made, I wish they made that, that exact design, but light bearing. They were going to, and then yeah. they didn't. And right. then I think, I think what happened was, is they wanted to release one, and this is all speculation. Sure, yeah. But I think they wanted to release one. I have, I have a screenshot somewhere of uh, 
Michael Gorlitz saying that they were making one. And um, I think the spotlight came out, which is what I switched to around 2017, 2018, to carry a, a, a G17 with a TLR1. Um, and I think the spotlight <clears throat> took off. There was no point in trying to compete with it because injection molding costs a lot of money. And so if you saw the new floodlight too, it's pretty expensive because it's all injection molded. So it makes a better holster, but um, they're not cheap. So I have a bunch of different holsters and I have a bunch of different stuff and I get to test a bunch of different stuff, thankfully. Um, but I'm kind of with Ethan too. Uh, so I shot in Tyler's class with uh, the Springfield Prodigy that we got for T&E mm. and I put it in a floodlight with a PL350 mod light weapon light on it and i remember telling tyler like after six hours i was like dude i i would never carry this <laughs> that's like <laughs> the 21 that. rounds that gun is way too heavy my back started hurting I, and i'm a big dude I do, you get like, those, uh, do you get those hot spots on the front sides of your hips where your belt sits yeah oh yeah good. i had some dude in a gun shop locally tell me well if you wore the right belt you wouldn't feel that so i'll be honest with you so i would <laughs> <laughs> I was 100% like the, uh, I was 100% like the cookie cutter dude be like 2015, 2016. So I had the, uh, I had an Aries gear Ranger belt. I bought it in, I bought it in October of 2014, I think. Um, and they've been really good to me too. Those dudes are awesome. I had Jake make me a belt, a replacement belt on a Saturday at like nine o'clock in the morning. He did it. I didn't ask for it. He made it for me. So those Aries gear is good people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had an Aries Gear Ranger belt and I carried uh, my Eidolon and all of that forever. You know, everybody had to have a Cobra buckle because it, it was so cool, right? Operator. Uh, <laughs> so then I eventually got the Aegis belt. Yeah, I got the Aegis Enhanced belt because it was like super stiff. It was a, the stiffest belt ever. Dude, I had that belt is awesome if you carry outside the waistband. You're like, you're, you're a cop and you need a, a nicer belt or something. Yeah. Appendix. I drove uh, 900 miles with a Glock 17 and an Eidolon with the Aegis belt. At the end of that, like, I did it, and I didn't have problems from the holster. My back was killing me. Not just from having this hula hoop of webbing around you. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I use a 35 There might be more. I don't so no, Nobody take me for gospel for, for the price. But I think I paid, like, 34 or 35 bucks. Uh, for a blue alpha gear low profile something it's like a strap low profile like, edc yeah it's like a velcro strap and it's all plastic so you can go through airports without hitting the big um yeah door. yeah there's no buckles yeah. or anything to worry right. about so i've been uh i've been using that a lot and uh pro tip if you go on ebay blue alpha gear has a, a discount store thing on ebay you can actually buy their belts that they uh that's it that were like made to order yeah. but somebody didn't want them or something so i actually have one of your cobra belts i paid like 40 bucks for yeah so yeah i am not a believer in the uh this stuff has to be expensive you gotta you got a budget shop yeah yeah the um man what makes you stay with a gen 3 glock 19 with iron sights like you got the, the same reason that came out and all the same reason i have the shovel my dad gave me like a decade ago still works it just works it just works 
it's yeah, it's awesome. in my pants and it's hidden and nobody has to know about it and it's made for a purpose. I got cool guns to shoot for matches and for classes and stuff that are purple <laughs> and have silicon carbide and all kinds of fun stuff and red dots and all the fun. But I carry a I have a bench made bug out knife that weighs like two ounces because I open mail and coffee bags with it. Like, and I have a Swiss Army. I'm just like I'm just like one of the Rileys. <laughs> so I have, a, I have a Swiss Army knife on my keychain. Um, I use the scissors like every day, like yep. to literally cut anything. Like it's just, I don't know. There's too many dudes out there who are like, oh, you gotta have, you know, a plate carrier and a rifle and everything staged. And it's like, dude, I'm, I'm going buy a freaking, going buy a Polar Pop. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to war. Go buy me a drink and a candy bar. David's the dad of the tribe. He's like the, the dad bod, the dad carrier, the yeah, dad. When I first got on, you guys were talking about shoes and stuff, and I'm laughing because like I'm wearing Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the yeah, same pair of Vans cool. that I just keep rebuying every year. Uh, so I had I had a, a buddy of mine that was a uh, he's a SWAT cop out here, and um, he always got ragged on for wearing flip flops because like that you know you'll get killed in the streets if you're wearing flip flops and he's like I will take someone down in flip flops. <laughs> you, you you better believe it's gonna happen. So I don't know I don't get I don't get too invested in all of it man find some stuff that works. And yeah, dude I don't need anybody's approval. <laughs> like, I'll listen to people who know better than me and and learn from it and find some good stuff but like man if your carry gun is like a a 1986 41 mag power up to you like yeah. I'm all for it <laughs> whatever you want i still um, got the same 19 that my mom won off a prize table at 2011 nationals and gave to me so here have a carry gun yeah same. i don't even That's own any gen 5 in. blocks or anything like i don't own I yeah mean, that was when gen 4 first came out i ain't even got the little nub on the back up for the back strap type of thing oh you still have that thing wow dude I yeah, that too. was actually the 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 17 that i carry most often is actually the uh the first glock i ever bought that was like my first big boy gun um my first my first carry gun that i thought i was going to carry was a caltech pf9 um because internet forum said it was the best budget edc gun ever and uh, <laughs> i owned it for a while until i got the glock i started to shoot the glock i went to a class um and then one day i went to go shoot the pf9 and i was like i'm just getting rid of this thing like it's just not not for me so i never carried it it stayed in the box um but I would show you all my cool gadgets and stuff. But uh, being a dad, all my stuff's in the safe. So mm-hmm. more people and get a gun safe. Yeah, lock up your stuff. Don't let the little kiddos play with knives and guns. For real, unless I, they're I, under supervision. I give I give Dave hell all the time because he's OCD and drives me crazy. Because the only OCD person more OCD than me. But uh. I love the guy, and he is the most resourceful freaking dude I've ever met in my life. And so prop, yeah, like, prop, props to him for making the most of the least. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people try to carry, like, two lights or one, like, an admin light and stuff. 
Um, even though I have like a Swiss Army knife and stuff, I still have a mod light. So I have a mod light with a PLH V2 head. Um, and I also, yeah, and because I have a backpack that I carry around everywhere for work. And so I have a backpack that has an extra flashlight and an extra set of 18650 batteries in case I'm on the road and I need extra batteries because I've been stopped in the dead of night before. Mm-hmm. I mean, the most important stuff to me is having a torque wrench with the wheel lock and some gloves and stuff in my car in case I get a flat. Like, it's all cool until you're sitting on the side of the road. Like, that's the that's the thing that kills me about some some of the EDC dudes. They carry everything, but then they're stuck on the side of the road with a dead cell phone battery, and they can't call a tow truck. That's like this. I'm glad you have all the guns for the crackhead that's not coming. <laughs> yeah, I got so much respect for you for just, you know, like even just, man, I wish there were so many people that, I mean, look, not everybody needs a gun. Um, some people need to not have guns. But the thing is, like, um, I think that the vast majority of our loved ones will be better served with just, you know, get yourself a flashlight and a can of palm OC spray and just yeah, call like it the most day. important thing I think in 2023 is having a cell phone charger. Like I hate having a cell phone like that. We have to rely on it, but at the same time, it's a pocket computer. You can literally call anybody. And like, that's not to say like, Oh, you don't need a gun for self-defense or anything. It's like, just know from like a practical standpoint of like, in addition to that tool, like palm, is a less lethal option a flashlight knives are for cutting stuff so like if you don't ever find yourself cutting stuff i don't know care carry a pair of scissors in your car i don't know what to tell you um i don't i don't uh judge anybody if you don't want to carry a knife if you don't want to carry palm if you don't want to carry but like if you only carry a gun i mean that's fine but like if you only carry a gun you have one tool that's yep. like having a toolbox with a screwdriver in it. And you need to go drive a stake in the ground. It's kind of useless. Yeah. So more That's tools. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I mean, when you bring. You're, you're also the only dude here that has an iPhone that still has the thumb button. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not overly picky about that stuff. I don't know. Simple is better to me. Yeah. Simple is better. Yeah. All righty. Any other questions for David? My buddy uh, Winston Carey is in the comments. Uh, I say in the comments. He's watching in the background. I just want to say hello to him. Yeah. He owns a uh, so Carey Carey Concealment. He's the uh, – he made the – he makes the X1 Raptor. Freaking awesome holster! It's got like a, it's got a Tegra strip at the bottom with a uh, magnet that uh, reten- retentions off of the the barrel, the crown of the barrel, instead of having Kydex clamping on to the gun itself. So uh, super nifty design, super new, super innovative. Um, yeah, I like the out of the box thinking. Super uh, super kind guy. So shout out to him. Yeah, I'm so, so glad about I'll, that too. Giving shout outs to you know on live streams. I I'll actually show y'all uh, how boring I am. So what I carried most was a was an Eidolon with two clips and a wing. That's the way to go. And then I went to a Filster Pro that had two clips and a wing. 
to a DSG holster with two clips and a wing. That's it. To one of uh, to one of KSG Armory's Filster Classic with two clips and a wing in purple. I think There's he a has pattern a here. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's every. There's so many dudes that get wrapped around the axle with gear. Like I need gear, I need this. I gotta go get the new hotness, and I gotta go to this. And uh, so, I mean, y'all know. So, so I write articles for a website, and so we got a a floodlight two, a floodlight gen two, whatever you want to call it for uh for TNA. So I didn't get one, but my buddy got one, um, and he likes it and all. But uh, to be honest with you, like, I have no interest in it. I don't have a use for it. It's not that I think it's bad or anything. I just don't have a use for it. And then there's a lot of dudes who run out there and go buy stuff because they're like, well, I need the newest, coolest thing. And it's like, well, did the other thing you had, like, did it not work? Is, does it improve on on your quality of life? Does it do something better for you? In, in my defense, every time I get something new is because whatever it's replacing had some sort of deficiency that really irritated me. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, that's fair. So long as you can answer that question for yourself. It's not yeah. like, oh, I just need to go get this new one because it's some flower print special edition thing. And it's like, I mean, that, if that's what you want, that's cool. But Yeah. What was it? A Kiwi Doggy left a really good yeah. comment. Most people cannot outrun their stuff. He ain't wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Most people can't use their stuff. <laughs> True. Oh man, true. Alrighty. So, I actually I actually have went to an airsoft game and burn up triggers in uh rifles. So right on. <laughs> so Alex, how you doing today, man? Hey, what's up? Dude. Right. Yeah. So right with you. Carry? Yeah. Uh, what do you carry? Okay. Well, so most of the time these days, because I, like Dave, uh, have a job now where I can't really carry a gun, uh, the main things I carry. So, got this guy right here. This is my Savior range bag that I've repurposed into being my work bag. Got some gauze. Got a uh, chest seal. I've got a uh, a uh, soft tee in there, Dang. as well as uh, not more important, but more uh, daily useful medical items are Band-Aids and Tylenol. Yes. Oh, uh, my God. Dude, I live every day. <laughs> Those are everyday items. I got the, I got the fast-acting gel capsules yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah, primo, dude. This man is speaking my love language. Oh man, like, my knees are already like you know they're already aching. I'm gonna have to get some of that like right away. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, as far as what I uh, what I usually have on me, I've got an RCS pocket shield. Oh, this oh, is a wow. if your if your pants can fit it. Which I know some people their their pockets are not super conducive, uh, but I think this is a great thing to have. You can get them for like twenty bucks on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, and then I've got a uh, my uh, Stiletto Pro on there, 
which sometimes gets changed out for a regular stiletto, depending on which one is more charged at the time. <laughs> All righty. Stiletto gang. All right. Yeah. Got uh, my uh, can of palm. And then uh, the, the knife is kind of like not material to me. Because like for me, a knife is just like cutting tool. And the actual cutting tool I use at work is this guy. Shout out Pacific Handy Cutter. Huh. So I keep that I keep that thing on me. So that's a Kydex uh, holster for your your utility knife for your everyday. Yeah, knife. and it just cl just gets clipped on uh, one of my uh, pants pockets. But so Do the actual knife, purple? they don't. They make it. They make it in green, or they make it in red for left-handers. And that's those but, are your color options. Caution: This man is left-handed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So. So the actual knife that goes on this thing is kind of not material because it's kind of just to have. Uh, I've got a Spyderco Endura. Hmm. This is this one's kind of just a, a sentimental item. Uh, this was given to me by a, a dearly departed friend. Oh, got uh, a machete that is just the coolest thing. Sorry, I, I flipped my camera awesome. over the other day, or a couple minutes ago. So now, now I'm over here. I was over here, uh, <laughs> and then if for some reason I do get motivated to carry a defensive blade, I have uh, a uh, Spider Copa call, which is a it's basically a folding clinch pick. Uh, this was designed by uh, Craig Douglas and then made by Spyderco. But you can see it's got the same uh, kind of reverse blade style going on, even though it folds folds back into itself, you know, the uh, cutting edges cover like a normal pocket knife, but got a little, little doobly-doo, your knockoff Emerson opener. I wonder mm -hmm. if you can use that to cut cigars in a pinch. Uh, you can. I've done that. Okay. It's it's a it's a step above biting biting the uh, biting the end off, which I've done All a couple right. times. So that's legit. All right, I'm a believer. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I also have a mod light. This does not get carried super often, but if I am, uh, uh, I used to be a security dude, and this got used all the time for like shining in people's eyes and you know, allegedly hitting people. You know, oh, it's neither here nor there. Is yeah. Raven wing on there. This is the, uh, it is made by Raven. It's the Raven. What do you call it? I forget. Not the wing. It's, uh, I think it might just be the RCS pocket clip. Yeah. So uh, it, it is solid. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, it's roughly similar to the, uh, to the Thrim switchback. Uh, the thing I don't like about the the, uh, the switchback is it's too it's a little too obtrusive, especially with that big ring and you know, got the it's not really a knuckle. You can't you can't pop somebody with it super good, but you know. Uh, but it, you know when you're just like walking around with that and you work in some kind of like normal environment, people are like, "Is that a what is that thing? You got some kind of knuckle dust in your pocket, there, kid." <laughs> uh, so this is a lot less intrusive. Uh, it's got a. This is actually a rubber washer. 
Uh, so if it gets yanked out of my hand suddenly, I'm not going to get degloved. Hmm. Uh, and then let's see, what else do I carry on me? My on-body medical stuff, which is in addition to my uh, my bag there, is I have a uh, Dark Angel. I think this is the Pocket Dark. So this goes in my uh, one of my front pockets. Got some got some goodies in there. Yeah. Uh, SWAT tourniquet, which you know I know is not anybody's uh, uh, favorite. Uh, but this is in addition to all my other stuff, so I'm not super worried about that. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. What is, I can't remember what the S stands for. It's something wrap and tuck. Stretch, wrap, and tuck. Stretch, wrap, yeah. there it is. Yeah. It's, uh, it's kind of like a. Yeah, I mean, you can use it as a. It does. I've, uh, I've heard, and I, I don't want to put words in his mouth or anything, so anybody feel free to fact check me, but, uh. Who's the uh, T Triple C guy? Andy Fisher. I have heard him talking recently some places about how the T Triple C thing. People forget that's the it's for combat casualty care and for a lot of uh, citizen or civilian considerations. Not having to do that under fire kind of changes things a little and. You know, everybody has a cell phone. Yep. And so realistically, and you know, I'm not, nobody take this as advice or anything. I'm not a medical expert. Uh, but realistically, it seems like it's probably a pretty usable, viable option. It's multi-use uh, as well. I mean, I, I, yeah. I put it right next to the cat in case you need, like, support for a splint or... Like uh, pressure, you need some extra support on an Israeli bandage, things like that. So it's it's a very multi-use option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's a lot of what I can. You know, so when I am going somewhere that is not working, I can carry a gun. Uh, I carry either a uh, a full size Beretta ninety two. Uh, I carry a ninety two D, which is the double action only uh, version. Uh, so it's a uh, I do. It's a uh, it's a 19 round K frame revolver, so that's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> we I guess it's not uh, necessary. It's not necessary super germane through like EDC considerations, but we can talk a little later about why I've chosen that. But I use uh, these are both JMs, so I've got a non light bearing wing claw, which is what I use most of the time, uh, partially because I have let the internet breed hatred within me and so uh this is to fight all the people that say you have to have a weapon like or you'll die uh so i'm not i'm not dead yet uh but when i feel like being extra not dead uh i have this guy uh and i have two wedges on there so it's got some extra bump yeah yeah twice twice the wedge twice the fun is that for your pleasure or theirs? Uh, it's it's a mutual thing. Mutual. It's yeah. We spread the. I see. I have twice the wedges. It goes twice as far. It's funny you actually mentioned that about like the whole weapon like thing. Because I was I was in that camp. 
So I went from uh I went from a uh a seven a gen three seventeen to um I never jumped into the red dot wagon until till late twenty seventeen. But uh my my seventeen I had a uh, KKM comp and a TLR one on it because everybody said that's what you have to have. Even though what I had was fine before. Oh, rolling special. <laughs> yeah, my my yeah. my full size rolling special sans dot. The Roland extra special <laughs> on it. Yeah. And, uh, it is extra special. Yeah, it was extra the extra special model. Uh, but it was funny, dude. I carried with a weapon light because I was like, yeah, I got like this six inch long gun now. I can carry with a weapon light. And I think the first time I carried a G19 with a weapon light with a TLR one or something on it, I was like, man, this is so dumb. Purposely made a little gun bigger. This is so dumb. And there's people that like will fight you to the grave on it. And it's like, you know, I'm I'm a big dude. So a three inch revolver to me. So I just got the LCRX in for testing. And and Riley's the same way. Uh that's not like a big gun to us. So it, it it cracks me up when I see dudes who are like half my size and they're like, I have to have this 92, you know, this Beretta 92 with a dot on a, on a with an SRO with a, a weapon light and 23 rounds in the magazine and everything. And I'm like, yeah, where do you live? And they're like, I live in Canada, you know, up in the mountains. <laughs> it's like, that's great, dude. But where I live, like you wear flip flops and shorty shorts. Like we don't, that ain't going to yeah. fly, partner. Like, oh, Lemmy, yeah. Lemmy Lumens, which I just learned or a thing the other day, by the way. So I've been behind the times. Lemmy Lumens. What is yeah, that? What, like? Lemmy Lemons? Lululemon? Yeah, those. Yeah, I just learned what those are. Like, Welcome to Mississippi. <laughs> Dude shows up to a got them, got them there Lumi lemons, boy. Shorts. I'm like, what in the hell are you wearing? He's like, my my wife got me some of these lemon lulus, and I was like, what the hell is a lemon Dude, I'll lulu? Give y'all, I'll give you all a perfect example, though, right? So, like, where I live, I could get away with wearing like a baggy fishing shirt and have a freaking hand cannon under it, and nobody would think twice. But then I was just in a very major metropolitan city and I stood out like a sore thumb. So on day two of my stay, I wore more appropriate attire and that didn't work the best with a full size gun. Mm -hmm. Oh, you have to have a full size gun. And it's like, well, uh, I will sacrifice a few rounds to not be made. I'll I'll just take it. It is what it is. God forbid I am the guy on CNN who does end up in a self-defense situation in a major metropolitan city. So I think the extra three rounds might not be, uh, you know, the juice isn't worth the squeeze for trying to get the biggest stuff ever. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why I, uh, I gave up so quickly on carrying spare magazines is I don't, I don't carry a spare mag. It's like I carry, I have a 17 round Beretta sand mag which is the most reliable magazine that's ever been made. And it's like, what, 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 what else am I doing? It's like, I, if I, if I could fit a spare magazine in my pants, I might carry one, but it's either that or any of these other things I have that 
I have deemed to be more valuable than more bullet. I mean, yeah. if, if I have to pull my guns because some crackhead jumped out of a closet in a house I'm inspecting from fucking seven feet away, if I need more than 16 rounds, holy crap, do I suck at my job. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's why I think the whole uh the whole ideology of like EDC rotation is stupid. Um, <clears throat> because if we're gonna talk about it as like tools in a toolbox, I don't have like uh you know a craftsman screwdriver and then the identical screwdriver from uh from Husky. Like I just Yeah, but the the Husky screwdriver has a comp on it. So it's <laughs> I got you, a you gotta have a craftsman. So, yeah, after Tuesday screwdriver. Yeah, <laughs> I find it fun. Like, so for I think Riley's probably the same way. Like we talk about like we have full size and then we have like three inch revolver. Yeah. I when, yeah, when I'm not carrying all or nothing, a, you know. A five inch Beretta ninety two. I have a three inch Ruger SP one oh one. Yeah, like, and if so, I can't if I can't do it with that, it's an SP one oh one and I can just beat them to death with it. Yeah. I, was, I was telling a buddy about that when I got the LCRX in, and um, he's like, "Why? Why would you pick that over your 34? Like, it's like I'll carry a 34 every now and then. Why would you pick that? It's just as big. It's like, yeah, it is in the cylinder, but the gun itself is, you know, it's super thin. It also weighs 15 ounces, and it's plastic. You know, it's half polymer. It, it weighs yeah. a pound. It weighs a, like a pound." Four ounces or something loaded. You could carry yeah. ten of them. Glock is twenty-four. Yeah. Ounces loaded. Yeah. I mean, yeah, fully loaded thirty-four with seventeen, eighteen rounds in it, yeah. plus a red dot weapon light, all that stuff. Yeah. I mean that, and then there are the dudes who actually do have the full twenty, uh, the, the twenty eleven, the staccato or the prodigy or whatever it is, with the weapon light and everything. I'm like, by all means, dude, if you want to do it, do it. But. We all have different I, priorities. I know dudes that carry. I know dudes that carry the uh, that all steel Beretta, the uh, the ninety two X performance as a carry gun. It's like, man, that is one hundred and forty three ounces. I don't want to do that. <laughs> That's a tumor. <laughs> it, it's it's an M one Garand. You're carrying an M one Garand, the shittier caliber. Wow. So. I, I know Memphis, old Mikos. I, know, I I have personally seen him show up to a match, appendix carrying his Glock 17, no weapon light, and freaking just dominate. So, like, if just, there were streets, if there were streets, like, he'd be killed. I'm talking. Tyler, did he PID those targets? Well, he couldn't have PID those targets. He didn't have a weapon light. Yeah, he didn't have. He wasn't stuffing the voids with tungsten putty like I did. Like his his block really was just regular old they gonna block with an optic on it and happy day, right? And so I've seen him like just kick total ass doing that. Uh, I showed up to a match back in December with a uh, with a Beretta with no belt rigs. So I was like, well, shit. Uh, looks like I'm shooting this match with my Glock 48 and my spare mag that I keep in my truck. And I came in seventh overall out of like 30 something people. Like, I got like 87% points that day. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now, man, it really is the arrow, not, or really, oh my God, really is. <laughs> <the> <laughs> it really is the, the internet was right. It's the arrow. arrow. 
I want to. I want to. I want to. Like, I want to have this. You got to have that. Okay. Well, bring all of your this and that to a match, and I'll bring my little bitty forty-eight with like fifteen-round mags, and you can like do your thing, and I'll do mine, and we'll see who comes out on top. Yeah. So I want to. I want to make the internet mad really quick. You ever notice the dudes who say you need everything only like harp on shooting one round at the range? Gotta have sub second draw, bro. Yep. You also need 48 rounds. Oh my god, that so oh you can god. draw 48 times. I got a 186 build drill. I stood here and I delivered six rounds in the alpha at seven mm-hmm. yards. Oh my god. Yeah, it it, it everything I beyond. He's like oh. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really like, is just like, look at me. I okay, I see you, bro. You 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 went nowhere. And you shot six yeah. rounds. Good job. It it really is. Aside from your ability to to do the thing, all the other stuff is just angels dancing on the head of a pin. It like there. It's nice, but like in an era where criminals had like high powers and 1911s and M1 carbines and stuff, cops were still doing it with 18 rounds of 38 special on their. And, and that's everything they have in the gunfight. It's yeah. six, six rounds at a time with a Model 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. 158 grain, blood round nose ball. Yeah. yeah. That's all I need. Semi wall cutters, if they were lucky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they should have an, I think they should have a social media challenge where you win a, uh, you win an oatmeal cream pie if you, if you accomplish a <laughs> random goal. So you know what cracks me up is the, all these dudes who harp on shit, and they're always like, "Oh man, you got you got to have this, and you got to be able to do that, and you got to do that." And it's like, all right, that's cool. Um, sub two build drills are definitely achievable. You know, you could do that. Sub two is great. If I have a one six bill versus a one seven bill, cool. That's that's good. Um, I'm happy for you. But if I bring you yeah. to the range and I tell you we're going to shoot this drill you've never heard of and you absolutely fail it, then what do you have to show for it? Because you couldn't do the thing. And it doesn't even have to be anything difficult. But it could be something. I always hear people all the time, like they, they start a new drill and you tell them, oh, it's this many rounds at this distance from this position or whatever. We're going to transition targets. And they're like, wait, how did you do it? How did they do that? How did you and it's like you're gonna go home and you're gonna go practice it 48 times until you figure out how to pass it, and then you're gonna go show all your friends. And it's yeah. like it's, it's not what it's about, man. The dudes I know who can actually can actually do the thing, um, they get the sub second draw and then they don't care anymore. They don't so, tell anybody. They don't care. It's just another piece of the puzzle. Go do it. Cool. Done. Next spoiler, thing. Spoiler alert, me and uh me and Dave. Dave, this this is uh one of Dave's ideas. He's actually shot this drill. This is going to be a 100% cold performance drill, and you only get one chance per week to do it. I want to see if you can actually do it on demand. It don't even work. Like, he ain't got to move around. You ain't got to do nothing special. You ain't got to, like, say a special prayer or nothing. You just got to stand and deliver three total rounds, but you only get one week, one chance per week to do it. And if, like, there's no there in this drill, this patch that we're going to start giving out soon. There's no such thing as success via repetition. Yeah, one of my Dude. favorite drills 
you know, Chuck Pressburg's no field drill. Mm. You got to shoot it cold. You know, every round has consequences, dude. That's that's the shit that separates the men from the boys. You know, so hallelujah. Yeah, I love right, cool. I, I love his uh his, his uh what do you call it? Mm, he's extra. I lo- I love his extraness, and <laughs> I, I, I hang on to every one of his words because it's like he's real. Like yeah. every word he says comes from some sort of experience that where the words he says meant something really life or death at the time. Like he, he ain't just spewing crap to sound cool, man. Like people forget this is human life we're dealing with. And, and we, we take all this for granted. Like, Oh, it's our freedom to be able to do this. Well, yes, it is. Do you understand that it is, it is absolutely your responsibility to protect and defend precious God given life. Quit taking that with a grain of salt. Take that with the responsibility that it absolutely demands. And I love Chick. I love Chuck's approach to exactly that. Yes, yeah, I think the funniest thing he's ever said that has been recorded on the interwebs for all to hear is the uh, the, the you won't see your sights in a gunfight. And his response is, "Well, you won't." Obviously, <laughs> well, <laughs> you won't. <laughs> But he's, you, he's true. That's what he says. He's you know, Pookie gets lucky. People Pookie get lucky. lucky. <laughs> Weird stuff happens, man. You might not see him, but I'm gonna train to the point that I do see my sights. Oh, yeah, I mean, man. Yeah. It it cracks me up how many dudes how many dudes yeah. invest in gear to like <clears throat> to to pass drills. Oh, I gotta have a one MOA dot because I shoot bulls better with it. That. Okay, I mean, I could shoot better bulls with a P two ten target, <laughs> but yeah, it's not what I carry. So yeah, I'm not well, going to one a one MOA dot on my carry gun. I'm not going to put one pound trigger on my carry gun because I shoot better bulls with it. I guess. Yeah. there's it's, like a, a weird disconnect between uh, what what people think that they need to carry every day versus what they actually do carry every day and i mean you see this a lot anywhere that the guys out there that are saying no if you're not tucking this douche bath douche blaster 9000 into your waistband every single day that you get up then you're getting killed in the streets and then you run into them somewhere and it's like hey man what are you carrying like oh i'm not i'm not carrying anything what about you i got a j-frame on you got a j-frame bro you got five rounds of 38 you're getting you might as well die it's like you're not carrying anything what do you what do you i have five rounds of 38 that is 100% sure to go off. You have zero rounds of, you don't even have a can of palm on you. What are you talking about? But because I don't have a Glock 17 with a weapon light, RMR, a Magwell, three spare mags, I'm going to die. All right. I just went to the coffee shop the other day and I'm in the drive-thru and I see my buddies in front of me. And uh, I I, I sent him a picture of the back of his truck. Like, Hey, Hey, I'm behind you. And uh, he's like, Oh yeah. He's like, I'm just leaving the gym. And I was like, well, I hope you're carrying your J-frame because I don't have anything on me. And he's like, I don't know, man. If somebody tries to rob the coffee shop drive through like, <laughs> we'll be protected. I got five rounds of 38. I got 4,000-pound car. <laughs> now, I, I will tell you what is what is an essential piece of EDC gear 
chapstick. Absolutely. I, I've, yeah. seen, I've seen a lot of you <laughs> folks out there. It might even be some you listen. You got them crusty lips. I don't lick them now. <laughs> and you need chapstick. <laughs> All times. And Raleigh has entered the chat. <laughs> oh, man. So on that note, let's, uh, I, um, it's about 9.36 where I'm at. Um, I uh, promised my wife, you know, tacos and oatmeal cream pies. So I need to deliver on that. Um, anyway, guys, any other parting shots before we get out of here? That's the most essential part of any EDC is an oatmeal cream pie. <laughs> you have to. I thought he was going to be all stoic. <laughs> <laughs> There's a there's that whole saying about like an oatmeal cream pie in the hand is worth like three thirty eights in the bush. That's that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> Never been I more mean, true. The last thing a bad guy wants you to do is cream pie. So, uh, I'm, yeah. Dave and I have shared many a cream pies in my truck home between where I'm sitting in Alabama. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Boy, we didn't make it an hour to Tim's class. Wow. I think we went through a whole box. Okay, I'm pretty, pretty sure we, pretty sure we were like twenty-eight down by the time, by the time we hit, uh, we hit Huntsville. Whole whole case of cream pie. Oh man! Wow. I even brought some cream pie from Kentucky, and that was gone within within a day. Yeah, a Kentucky cream pie. That sounds like some sort of. Uh, who brought the chocolate cream pies oh that was <laughs> that that was on the way back from from day one when me and hitch and uh and chap and john uh that was stopped. like my pre-dinner meal I yeah like and, had, and, and stopped and had the most awkward little shopping trip in a dollar general ever I still had my name tag on. <laughs> wow. We're we're all dirty. Oh my god! I love how we mentioned chocolate cream pies, and everybody looks at me like, "What the hell did I do?" <laughs> like, oh. Hey, Nico, do you remember uh, mint chocolate? Yes, I remember. Wow, we were talking about yeah. the Hulk, and uh, if you if you were the if you were uh, a Black Hulk in the uh, Marvel. University be mint chocolate, mint chocolate, soup <laughs> balls. That was so fun. Oh, I was like, dude, <laughs> I had the whole table rolling. Right? All right, let's let Mikos go eat some tacos. Yeah, oh, chocolate smash. <laughs> oh man, yeah. All right, yeah. Let's get some tacos and oatmeal cream pies. <laughs> That's gonna be so awesome. sure that oatmeal. I, I had to think about it too. It's like, yeah, tacos and cream pies, and we're censored. Okay, demonetized, demonetized. Yeah, no, this was never leave. monetized. No. Nothing we get here tonight. I don't know if y'all can see I mean, the screen I'm what, sharing. No, we no, can't. we can't. No, Liquid Death uh, is definitely reaching out uh, to sponsor us after this. Oh, oh, I wish I could show y'all this. Thank God. With that. I, I need some aqua to offset this bourbon. 
I think you drank a whole yeah. bottle of bourbon there. Yes. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That is, the, that is the key look at, look at to becoming eyes. a grandmaster right there. Look at the green look. Those eyes oh, right there. There's felonious intent in the background. Felonious intent. <laughs> oh, yeah, that look is that, his name. Yeah. He's like, he's planning something. Like, he, like there's there's some sort of, like, Claymore going off in the background right now. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, Tim knows that's that's the golden ticket to get a Nighthawk. <laughs> that one that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Gotta maintain that stash. Alex. All right, fellas. I gotta get out of here. Man, this was so fun. Yeah, we gotta do this again some more. Like, um, we'll talk together about, you know, what the next topic will be. I don't know what it is. Um, I'm gonna reach out to uh to Tim and to AJ, see if they can get on. Um I just forgot. I forgot to reach out to them. I just kind of, you know, got bogged down at work. So, you know, we'll see. But, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, we got uh, Tyler, Riley, David, and Riley. Guys, thanks a bunch for coming on tonight. Really do appreciate it. If you're watching this um, or if you're listening to it, I just want to let you know that we really appreciate you spending your time with us. You could have been spending your time doing anything, and instead you're here with us, and we just want to let you know how much we really appreciate it. Folks, thanks for coming. Thanks for watching. Welcome to Memphis. <laughs>